All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. What is good? Presented by Skip the Dishes and Points Back Canada. It's the Tuesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga with you. Jay Rosehill will be by for another installment of Three Hits with Rosie. In about five to seven minutes from now, you heard off the top, a brand spanking new sponsor here on the show. So happy to be uh, hanging out now with Skip, our new friends over at Skip. Happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes as well. A portion of the proceeds from the initiative will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. We're working on a promo code coming in the coming days, so stay tuned for that. It's going to unlock some great deals over at Skip. Please note that this offer is exclusive to Skip. And uh, as someone who uses Skip, I can tell you, there's tons going on there. Anything you'd like, any type of food, serving the GTA for a long period of time, serving up game time feeds, Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, Waterloo, anywhere in the GTA you want some food and Skip has you covered. And if Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. And speaking of great, the Toronto Maple Leafs folks have clinched a playoff spot, seven straight season. It's pretty much been a formality for like what? Four months now, but uh, it came to stock yesterday, of course, with the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, how about the the rival Ottawa Senators helping out the Toronto Maple Leafs with that victory against the Florida Panthers? And so the Maple Leafs, who we referenced yesterday, would they have the green light special on a Monday? We won't have any confirmation so, uh, until maybe later on in the week. You just never know, but the Leafs are off to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Surprise, surprise. Uh, congratulations to them. But now the real party begins in terms of fighting for your uh, life in the Stanley Cup playoffs and that matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning should be a lot of fun. 
Of course, uh, the, the next big stumbling block for this Leafs team will be solidifying home ice advantage in the first round, and they're well on their way to doing that. They're seven points up with one game at hand in the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, for second in the Atlantic Division. So if there is a Game 7, it could take place again at Scotiabank Arena. So we got that out of the way, the clinch in the playoff berth. We talked about that yesterday. But the Maple Leafs, again, for the seventh straight season, they're off to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Surprise, surprise. The other thing I wanted to get to off the top here, I'm not sure how many of you out there got a look at this yesterday. So part of the new plan, I guess, at Rogers Center in Toronto, I believe the home opener now a couple weeks away, and I was stunned to find out that the season opener for the Blue Jays is actually on Thursday against the St. Louis Cardinals. But they unveiled, I suppose, a new menu. And among this new menu items and, and, and the items in the menu, a poutine hot dog. The one thing that stands out for me, $9.99 first and foremost, am I willing to spend that much for a hot dog? Probably not. Number two, as a Montrealer, I don't know how many of you know this, I'm actually born in Montreal, raised in Oakville, Ontario. At the age of five, I moved to Oakville from Montreal. So I still associate with Montreal to a degree. I, I just can't get with having poutine on a hot dog. Like those are two polar opposites to me. I don't even want to get in that conversation if, if a hot dog is a sandwich or not. But that's a straight no for me. And I think that seems to be the consensus on social media, but I respect it from the Blue Jays going outside the box, but I just can't get down with a poutine on a hot dog. And on top of that, I just hope they, uh, you know, part of the renovation at Rogers Center, I hope they have an abundance of washrooms because I think you polish off one of those. <laughs> It's going to be a long night at the office, if you know what I'm saying. So I want to tackle that. I'm curious to get Jay Rosehill's perspective on the Putin hot dog uh, that'll make its uh, debut coming up in two weeks at Rogers Center in Toronto. But uh, I don't know if I can get to that level. Again, as a Montrealer, it would be tough for me to eat a Putin hot dog. But nonetheless, $9.99 if you want to try it out. If you do try it out throughout this season, please tell me how it is and how many you can polish off in a night. Um, I, I'd say probably my over-under would be three. I can eat hot dogs with the best of them. Pizza is another thing I can eat in abundance of. Uh, so I'm just very curious to see how that tastes. I don't know if I'll ever try it. I usually, when I go to the games, I don't even try the stuff anyways. But uh, nonetheless, I had to tackle that again as a Montrealer. I'm like, what are we doing? Anyways, remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out at the Least Nation 401, where you can subscribe here on YouTube. If you're watching the show, I know you are right now and you aren't subscribed. What are you doing? At the Least Nation 401. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. So if you're listening in podcast form right now, Leafs Morning Take, pretty simple uh, search there. And don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. And we'll get to that a bit later on in the show. As you see in the YouTube art, second time coming. Yes, for the second time, Bruce Bujo will stop by 2.0 in about uh, five or seven minutes from now. We'll get his take on the Maple Leafs season as we get set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. But for now, let's get over the boards. So I'm not sure how many of you have seen this the last couple of days, but Ryan O'Reilly has resurfaced at practice. First and foremost, bravo. That's fantastic news coming off the broken finger and surgery. And it seems like he's going to get plenty of game action before game one against Tampa Bay Lightning, which I think you call it a win considering a couple weeks back. It was doom and gloom time. O'Reilly goes down after eight games of the Maple Leafs and the sky was falling. So it's great to see him back at practice. I think it helps that it's an injury to his upper body, namely his hands, so the guy can still skate. Stamina shouldn't be an issue. Cardio shouldn't be an issue, which I think is excellent news. So it takes us to the conversation, where's the best spot in the lineup to deploy 
Ryan O'Reilly. And I'll ask Gabby Boudreaux coming up in about five minutes, um, you know, about that as well. But personally, I think if you were to pull me right now, which you are obviously with this segment, I think third line center makes the most sense. Uh, when you have Austin Matthews, the way that line's playing right now with Yarncroke and Marner, John Tavares and Nylander, I mean, that chemistry has been going on for a long, long period of time. I just think it makes perfect sense if you want to use another combo on the third line. I know Sheldon Keith's been going at it with Michael Bunting the last little while, but I don't mind the prospects of having sort of like a, a shutdown checking line, if you will, with Ryan O'Reilly and Michael Bunting as the anchors of that line. Now, we'll see if that comes to fruition. We'll see if they try that out in practice. I mean, we've seen every configuration and combo possible, even in the eight games when Ryan O'Reilly was in the lineup. But I think from a, a surely a matchup standpoint, I think that line with O'Reilly and a bunting would be very, very difficult to play against. And on top of that, I think they'd be sneaky offensively too. Like we know what Ryan O'Reilly can bring to the table. We know what Michael Bunting has done here in a contract year. He was great last year as well. All in all, I mean, it's it's been a fantastic pickup uh, a couple off seasons ago via free agency coming over after his time with the Arizona Coyotes. So we knew Kyle Dubas knew a lot about this player, and I think he hit the ball out of the park. And I know he's been sparring a bit with the head coach as of late, but that's going to happen from time to time in the sports world. And we're going to ask Gabby Boudreaux about this. Uh, supposedly, Bunting was benched after he failed to acknowledge his head coach, who was... Uh, uh, you know, reading them the riot act maybe a bit, letting him know what he did wrong, and he didn't want to acknowledge him. And supposedly he was benched after this clip. So uh, we'll, we'll ask Gabby about that, his thoughts, his impressions. I'm sure Gabby went at it with a couple of players in his time. And uh, maybe it's a bit of tough loving as well from Sheldon Keith. But I do think that's a perfect roster spot, at least right now. I know when Riley, Ryan O'Reilly came over, he was playing center. They had Tavares on the wing. They tried a variety of different looks. And I just think from a, a matchup standpoint, it just makes a lot of sense to have Ryan O'Reilly as your third-line center. And, of course, you can change that up if it's not working against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But most importantly, I'm just excited to see Ryan O'Reilly back in the Maple Leafs lineup. And it looks like it could happen maybe even as soon as tomorrow. But I think it's more likely maybe over the weekend in the next week as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs and, of course, the Leafs clinching a playoff berth. So I can be confident in saying that now because it will happen and they will be in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Presumably, you would have to think against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. Uh, from there, we're going to roll on to Jay Rosell. Not here today, sadly, but he always brings the heat. He sent me a submission last night. Let's take a look at Three Hits with Rosie. Welcome back to Three Hits. Hey, today the Toronto Maple Leafs solidified their spot in the playoffs. It's not a huge surprise. We knew we were going there anyway, but mathematically, to be in without doubt, obviously, is a nice little positive for this Monday evening, now Tuesday morning. That being said, I know that that wasn't the goal, and I know that the first round of playoffs is the only thing anyone cares about right now, but I urge the fans of this organization right now, again, to take a second to appreciate where this team is at. There is not very many teams in the fans in the entire league whose teams are doing better than yours right here. They win in lots of games. They got a lot of firepower, a lot of studs, a lot of exciting players. They made a wicked splash at trade deadline. I mean, this is a good time to be a fan of this organization. And I don't want people to lose sight of that as it can get a little negative around this team this time of year. I think everyone's getting a little tense and everything's not good enough until they get over that hump. And it's a difficult market to play in. And it's a difficult organization to be a fan of from the respect of they've been disappointing for so many years in that playoffs. 
in their playoffs by not getting rid of the second, not getting into the second round. And I understand that, but I urge people to pump the brakes, look around, smell the roses, and realize that hey, this is pretty damn fun. Because guess what? Pretty soon, at some point in time, you're gonna have to kind of pull some pieces apart and start rebuilding. You're gonna have to start developing some prospects. You're gonna have to go through a, a period of time where you're not at the top of the league like they have been the last couple of years. So. If you appreciate this now, it'll make it that much more bearable when that day does come. That being said, to those players in that organization in the locker room right now, I just hope to hell that as we start nearing the playoffs and they can feel that pressure and they can feel that that tension grow as we go towards that goal in that scary first round and everyone wants out of it so bad, I hope they remember to be calm, relax, stay confident, and stay together. I know that little blip on the bench there between Bunting and Keefe. It didn't look ideal. You never want to see a player roll his eyes and ignore his coach. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you don't want to see ever, let alone at this point in time in the season with a team that's, you know, got high expectations. So he'd like to see that shit. Hopefully it's a one-off. He'd like to see it go away. But uh, the best you can say is you hope those guys are communicating, staying together, riddled with confidence everyone's on the same page everyone's excited and move forward and the last thing you want to do is get caught in the mud and start thinking negatively and getting tension and getting people at odds with each other that is no recipe for winning by any stretch so we hope they stay away from that and you know only a few weeks left here until we are playing with real bullets enough said back to you nicholas One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Unsurprisingly, as per usual, Jay Rose Hill bringing the heat in three hits with Rosie. And he's, uh, again, preaching complacency. You don't want to get that way this time of year. But Rosie, just watch the Tampa Bay Lightning as Rosie has been the last set of well. Tampa's really, really struggled as of late. And again, it looks like the Leafs are going to solidify second place here in the Atlantic Division in their home ice advantage with the Tampa Bay Lightning in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay, let's bring in now today's guest for the second time in the last couple months. Uh, one of our favorites here on the program. Uh, it's none other. Then Gabby Boudreaux. What's going on, Bruce? How are you, buddy? 
I'm doing well. Thank you, Nick. Everything's good. That's great to hear, my man. Uh, just first and foremost, just, um, you know, you look at this Maple Leafs team. What's your perspective been uh, of this team the last couple of weeks and also as a coach in this league? Like, how do you keep guys motivated this time of year when you know you're headed for like three months? Well, I mean, um, I think it's a coach's job to find different ways to motivate, different reasons to motivate, to keep them going right to the end. I mean, I think the, the Leafs have done a fabulous job. I mean, um, what do they, uh, overall, I mean, I haven't looked at it the last couple of days, but I mean, they're top five team in the NHL. So, I mean, uh, you know, and there's, there's sometimes there's not a lot of reason on back to backs to, to play your best, but I mean, they seem to come up with it. They lose a game, they get mad. There's a lot of inner pride on the individuals in that, uh, that team. And then they don't lose two or three in a row very often, if at all. And I mean, to beat Nashville three to two. When they needed to win this game uh, as bad as any team in the league w after coming off a, a really tough, hard-fought game in Carolina, I said, shows the character of the group that they've got there. And I mean, uh, I'm very confident and feel good that this team is doing the right things to to get ready and get prepared for the for the playoffs. Gabby, are we making too much of this Sheldon Keith, Michael Bunting thing? I'm sure this type of stuff uh, happens a lot, not only on the bench, but behind the scenes, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think in the Canadian market, for sure. I mean, uh, they look, you know, I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe Michael wasn't having a good day. Maybe Sheldon wasn't having a good day. Maybe Sheldon was just trying to tell him something that he already knew. Maybe, you know, he just finished having a bad shift. Uh, uh, he didn't want to hear anything. I mean, but I mean, we may, it, it happens. I guarantee that everything's okay. I remember I, I had one little outburst with Ovechkin in 2010. Yeah. And I mean, uh, the next day I just came up to him and I said, hey, Alex, we okay? And he said, yeah, we're okay. We're good. And so, I mean, that, that was it. So, I mean, um, as long as you don't let things fester, I mean, obviously, both Sheldon and, and Michael know that the whole world in, in, in Leafland knows that uh, uh, they had a little bit of a conversation, a tiff, whatever you want to call it. And so, I mean, I'm sure they've addressed it by themselves and I'm sure it's all forgotten about. Because it comes from a good good place though, right? There's a common goal here, Bruce, for both both sides. I mean, it's a contract year for Bunting. He wants to win a cup. Sheldon Keefe wants to win a cup. They want They want to finally get over that hurdle so I actually look at it as a positive, like figure it out now and then come to Stanley Cup playoffs, you're on the same page, right? Yeah, I mean, it could have been an instance where he didn't get the puck deep. I don't know, I, like I told you yesterday, I didn't see the last couple of games, but I mean, um, uh, he, he could have made a little mistake and and and, and Sheldon was telling him, come on, you got to get, for example, you got to get the puck deep in that situation. And he rolled like if I was a player, sometimes I'd go, yeah, no, no crap. I, I know, you know, and roll your eyes and that's it. And that's, that's the extent of it. I mean, so, I mean, uh, I think we make mountains out of molehills, especially in the, in the Canadian market, Toronto, Vancouver. I mean, every little thing that goes on, um, uh, people pay attention to. I, I remember uh, times when I'd be just before practice, be skating around the ice and you just talk to guys and, and I talked to, one player one time a little longer than I would normally do it. And, and at the end, end of the scrum, everybody was saying, um, hey, is everything okay with you guys? You were talking to this guy a little longer than normal. Uh, what were you talking about? Like, I mean, 
they, their eyes are on everything. So, I mean, uh, again, like I think we make more out of it than, and not, than not. And uh, I think the Leafs are in great shape. And uh, uh, I just, uh, I think they're ready for the playoffs. Yeah, pretty much this market to a T here, Bruce. And I, I was talking uh, before he came on that Ryan O'Reilly is back skating with his team. Again, it helps that it's an upper body injury, so his cardio should be in check. Uh, I ask you this, you know, as a head coach in this league, where do you think is the right spot in the lineup? Is there a right spot in the lineup right now for Ryan O'Reilly? Do you utilize him again with John Tavares in, in the top six, or do you might maybe look at him in a, in a shutdown role as a three seed? Well, I mean... In the playoffs, he's won the Conn Smythe when he was injured in uh, St. Louis and he came back. I mean, he came back with a vengeance. Now, let's understand here, like he skating with the Leafs, but he's been skating for a while now. Yeah. I mean, it was his finger that was broken. They've got their skills coach uh, probably out at 8 in the morning and they're going um, for through 45 minutes of conditioning probably every day for the last two weeks. Uh, I'm guessing because that's what we would have done on teams that I was on. So when he's putting on a jersey and he's coming back and he's skating with the Leafs, he's as soon as his finger is ready to handle the puck and everything, he's going to be ready to go. He'll be in shape. I'm never worried about that. Um, again, the question is, is where does Sheldon want to use him? Uh, uh, me personally, the the strength of every team is, is down the middle. Um, and if you had... Uh, uh, you know, I mean, the Leafs can score a lot. I mean, they don't need to score anymore. They're already one of the highest scoring teams. So, I mean, if if you could use him on a shutdown role on the third line and have a guy that can shut down teams and score goals and gets up for big games, to me, that would be the, the best, best place. But, I mean, I'm not there at practice. I'm not there at games. I'm not there individually talking to them. And maybe they really like uh, Tavares on the left side with O'Reilly in the middle on the second line. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think the Leafs could make a pretty strong third and fourth line, um, and you're going to need that kind of balance when you're playing the the Tampas and the and the Bostons, and uh, just to get out of your division before you end up playing whomever in the other division. So um, uh, I would I would prefer not knowing anything. I really don't. I mean, I don't know the team at all. I mean, but from far away, you'd really like to have him at center, his natural position. And you'd like to have John at his natural position. And uh, uh, then, boy, anytime you put out any line, if, you, if you've if you got Matthews, Tavares, uh, um, uh, O'Reilly, uh, uh, anybody else, uh, uh, I mean, you know you're in good shape. And you, you, as a coach, you feel pretty confident when that line's out there. And again, again, the the onus is firmly on the players at this point in time. I think Kyle Dubas did all he could to help this team out, uh, solidify some positions. I love the depth of this team for the first time in a long time, and I actually like their blue line more than most people. Uh, what's your stance on load management? Uh, I think obviously we see it to an extreme case in the NBA. We'll never get to that level in the NHL, but uh, you have nine games remaining. You know you're going to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Are you against load management in terms of maybe sitting a couple of your guys down the stretch here? Um, I mean, I think the players would understand it and, and I don't know, everybody's individually, uh, you know, a, a different person. Uh, personally, I want to play every game. That's just me. Um, but some guys like, I mean, come down, uh, to the last three or four games, especially the last game, uh, might say, okay, listen, uh, give me it off. But I mean, uh, 
it's it's a tough call when you've got so many pl- good players that can play. I mean, they all want to play. And, I mean, especially the depth guys, you want to get in um, to a game or two near the end uh, because they might not play for another three weeks. So you'd like to keep them as sharp as you can. But, I mean, as a player that uh, whether you're Austin or you're Mitch or whatever, you just want to play. Like, I mean, you don't want to sit out ever. I mean, so it's it's a tough call, but I bet you a lot of communication between the two of them have gone on. Um, it, you know, I mean, it's when I had it in Washington and the team that had 122 points in 2010, yeah. we had the same situation as the Leafs here. I mean, uh, we picked up four or five guys uh, at the trade deadline, and we thought, okay, we got a potential to go a long ways here, so we need the depth. But I mean, all my guys like that were there like the Dave Steckles and the Matt Bradleys and the Brooks, like they didn't want to sit out, even though Scott Walker, Eric Belanger, Joe Corvo, these guys were good players. I mean, uh, um, they wanted to play too because they'd come from teams where they're in the top two lines or the top three lines for sure or a top four defense. So it's uh, it's a very difficult job um, for the coach to do, and Sheldon's done a great job at it. Yeah, it's a lot different again from the NBA. Like I, I'm still laughing over the fact of Joel Embiid yesterday, who's a front runner, they would say for the MVP award in the NBA, wanted no part of, of fa- facing off against the Joker yesterday, who's also an MVP candidate. And they're just wound differently in the NHL world. You know this as a former player, uh, coaching in this league as well. Now, so when's the ideal time do you think for Sheldon Keith to solidify Gabby? A roster because a lot of noise has been made in this market understandably so there's nothing else to talk about right now because this team clinched a playoff berth like three months ago but when's the ideal time like when do you when do you want your roster your ideal roster in place uh to get prepared for the stanley cup playoffs i always use the the last five games as the as yeah. the the target of getting ready i mean um i think sometimes uh, you get a little anxious and you say okay let's go the last 10 games but then all of a sudden, that's almost a month. And then you got another, hopefully, you know, two months of, of uh, really tough work here. So sometimes that's a little bit too much because every team has their sense of urgency. I mean, you look at the teams that are fighting just to get in now. I mean, their sense of urgency was a month ago. And, I mean, it's tough to be up for every game. So I think the Leafs are going about it the right way. And you watch the last five, four, three games and and or four three and two that they will put their lineups together and they will they will play really good the last game they might throw in a lot of different guys and they've got the ability to do that just uh it's not more rest but it's okay we got this far the last thing we want to do is hurt somebody in the last game and uh, uh and, and a lot of times that takes place for the the final game of the season but um uh, i think they're coming close i guarantee Sheldon knows what the lineup is that he wants to look at. He'll look at it a couple times and he'll nod his head and say, yep, that's the team we want to play against. Because if you start thinking, okay, um, uh, for example, I've got Jarn Kroc in, in one position and then all of a sudden he goes out and he plays great with another line. You go, oh, should I keep him there? And all of a sudden you're second guessing yourself all the time. And I, I don't think that's a, that's a smart thing to do, but uh, I guarantee he's he's got his spot uh uh where he wants him and that's where he'll start 
Okay, here's the big-time question for you. I'm sure you know there's a kid in Minnesota right now, Matthew Nice, um, Very highly touted prospect. It sounds like he's going to sign a contract once his season is done with the University of Minnesota. If you're a head coach in this league, if you're Sheldon Keefe right now, what do you want to see from this kid? And what do you think the possibility is that a guy like Matthew Nice can step into this lineup, make an impact right away in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, I think we're blowing this right out of uh proportion here like i mean you know how tough it is to step into the national hockey league i mean kale mccarr has done it but that's few and far between i mean and really had a, a an impact uh you know if this was uh, if this was anaheim absolutely he'd step in be on the first line you'd want to show him what he can have but it's the toronto maple leafs i mean uh a, you know one of the best player one of the best teams in the nhl i mean to me they're going to sign him, and he's up there. He might play the last game. He might play two out of the two out of the last three games when he gets in here. But I mean, there's in my mind, unless this guy is like unbelievable. I mean, where's he going to crack? He's he's been a top three forward or top six forward in uh, in Minnesota at college, and now all of a sudden he'd be playing on a third or, or fourth line probably is is that the spot where he would fit i don't i don't think so i mean he's here to get acclimated with the nhl he's here to to know the guys so that when training camp comes next year he is ready to play and he feels comfortable coming into the lineup if all of a sudden he comes in and he's like unbelievable well then that's just an added bonus but i mean i think that in toronto we put way too much pressure on this kid he is he is coming in as a as a college player that's never played an NHL game. The expectations of, of people are just out of this, out of control, and just let the kid be and just to, to soak up what the NHL is all about. And if he gets a chance to play, he'll get a chance to play. I'm ready to ship, uh, blow shit up. You put him with Austin Matthews, let it ride, let it eat in game one of the Tampa Bay Lightning series. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Bruce, uh, you ready for WrestleMania? Two-night event coming this weekend, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, actually. And, you know, I mean, those things are fun. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. my escape room. And uh, uh, I think they've got a lot of really good matches set up. I mean, the storylines have all taken place. I mean... Yeah. Uh, I think that, that I mean, uh, you know, this is the Super Bowl of wrestling and, and it's got an awful lot of interest around the world with it and, and they've kept it up for an awful lot of years. So, I mean, each year they have to get better and make it more interesting. So, and I think the athletes themselves, they, they know if they're chosen to wrestle there, they got to put it on a show because it's the most watched event in, in wrestling. So, I mean, it's, uh, you're going to see them try more daring things uh, more dangerous things and this is always what happens and um it, so I, i'm really uh, looking forward to see how it all ends up and your boy ko and one of the main events on one i believe it's on night one but ko is fighting for the tag team title it's going to be phenomenal uh bruce love having you on i could talk hockey with you for days and pretty much everything else appreciate your time today we'll talk down the road hopefully in the stanley cup playoffs when they're winning rounds okay sounds good Talk, talk again soon. Thanks See you, for buddy. Me Take on. care. Anytime. Yeah, My bye pleasure. Bye. One of the best, one of the salt of the earth people right there, Bruce Boudreaux.
a big wrestling fan too. We have that connection too, because I'm a big wrestling guy too. And WrestleMania coming up this weekend. So many thanks to Gabby Boudreaux for uh, dropping by once again, get a unique aspect and look and insight into this Maple Leafs team. And uh, uh, like this answer as well on Matthew Nice, because I do think we have to temper the expectation a bit, but I, you can't help but get fired up. I mean, you look at his season, he, he put together in the NCAA, look at what he's doing in the playoffs now. And you just, you go to bed at night, you dream of having Austin Matthews and uh, Matthew Nyes and a line together and uh, stranger things have happened in this world. So we're going to ride that momentum and that optimism. Get now to the points bet wrap up here on the show. The chat's been on fire all show long, so I appreciate you all. Uh, had a really, really tight poll, by the way. Uh, many thanks to producer Alex for putting this up. Would you eat the Putin hot dog? No, 55% wins out, a very, very tight vote. 55% say no, 44% say yes. Again, I'm in the no. Uh, I just think it's ridiculous because I'm a Montrealer and I, I know what real Putin is. Um, sorry to everybody here in Toronto who lives in Toronto. You don't know what Putin is. It's nowhere close to the Putin. And I say it properly. It's Putin, not Putin. But it's way better in La Belle Provence than anywhere we have here in Toronto in the GTA. But nonetheless, uh, I am not trying this hot dog. If you do try it out, let me know. But $10 for a fucking hot dog, no thank you. I guess it's $9.99, not $10. But if you do try it out, come back down the road. Let me know how it is. And maybe that entices me to try it out. Uh, Kerwin, one of our fantastic interns, writes in, nice Ryan O'Reilly bunting on a third line. I think what Gabby said is right. If you're going to bring Matthew Nyes in, he's playing in your top six. He's not playing in a checking role in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Having said that, you don't have to assume that line's a checking line because there's production to be found there with Ryan O'Reilly and Bunting, but I'm just tempering my expectations in general when it comes to Matthew Nyes. Again, it's so easy to get fired up what he's put together, but Gabby's so right. Like For an NCAA player, number one, to come into the NHL, but number two, to step into the Stanley Cup playoffs where guys are buzzing, they're going their hardest, they're checking their hardest, I just think it's going to be tough. Uh, Kevin writes in, do you see the Leafs walking away from bunting during the summer? Use the money towards re-signing Ryan O'Reilly. It's too early to tell. Like, I don't make much of these kerfuffles or these 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 tiffs, if you want to call it that, with the coach. Like, this happens a lot behind closed doors, folks. I mean, we're all human. Nobody's the same. And sometimes that's problematic. And I, I do think the common goal is still in mind with the player and the coach. They both want to win at the end of the day. And maybe it's constructive. I... I I think that there's the fire between both guys. I, I don't I don't mind it whatsoever. Um, I think it's way too early to tell on Michael Bunting. Like, he's done a lot of great things for this team. And I sort of joked about it on social media a couple months back that he had priced himself out of the market. Still could be that way. But again, it's kind of interesting. You can't make any assumptions on this roster because the way I see it, if they don't win around, if they don't go far, then there's going to be substantial change. And you're looking at Nylander, you're looking at Marner, you're looking at a big, big boy leaving frees up money, allows them to keep a guy like Bunting. And if they win, then who who cares, right? If they win, if they win the Stanley Cup, who cares? If they got to lose Bunting as collateral, it is what it is, right? So that conversation will be had over the next couple of months. Hopefully it's a conversation we have in like late June after the parade, after they win the Stanley Cup. But uh, nonetheless, uh, no shortage of conversations. Colin writes in, Nyes won't be playing with us in the playoffs unless there's an injury or two. I tend to agree with you on that front. Again, I'm really, really excited about this guy, but I'm trying my best to temper expectations because, again, the NCAA is great, but it is not It is not the NHL. By far, it's not the NHL, especially when you step into the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
And lastly, Amud McVibes, do they take Aston Reese out of the lineup for Nyes on the left side? I think when they do try Nyes out in the last couple games of the season, that's likely where he does fit in favor of, uh, of a Zach Aston Reese, who's a veteran, who's a bottom six fixture on this team and has built up some great chemistry as well with the likes of Nolachari. Um, I don't think that's changing anytime soon with David Camp in that line. I think they've been particularly really, really good the last couple outings. So that's probably to be a fixture in the first round, at least against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But again, a lot of moving parts. Stranger things have happened, and we'll see as we get set for tomorrow's show. Jay Rose will be back in the saddle. Uh, we'll talk more about Ryan O'Reilly. We'll talk more about the matchup, the Leafs and the Florida Panthers. So uh, thank you to everybody who wrote in today here in the chat. Appreciate it. Many thanks once again to Bruce Boudreau for stopping by. Producer Alex, bang up job as per usual. And and welcome to our new sponsor, Skip. Uh, off to a uh, resounding start and a great start here. And again, we get set for tomorrow's show. The Florida Panthers in town, so we'll preview that one. Nine games remaining in the regular season. And again, the Leafs have clinched a playoff berth. Take care. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.